part of what we talked about earlier in the presentation was um, how important listening was. And I, one of my mottos is um, the most important person to listen to is ourselves, which is the most difficult because the people closest to us are the ones that we have the most difficulty listening to without judgment, with curiosity, um, with without an agenda, all those kinds of things. And um, I, I have a little thing I do called ultimate listening. And I call it ultimate because if you can learn to listen to yourself compassionately, curiously, without judgment, but just as a witness to who you are from the inside, um, you'll be able to do that with everybody else too. So for everybody out there who's willing to do this, if you would get a sheet of paper and a pen or a pencil, and once you have that, what I would like for you to imagine is an urging that would represent a change, um, uh, a pressure to change, or maybe uh, a very clear something that you want to do differently. And I'd like for you to imagine that as an energy field, like uh, like a, a maybe a person who has come up to you and they're really saying your life would be better if, right? So first thing I'd like you to do is draw sort of a caricature picture of what that would look like. It might be uh, human, might be non-human, but to give yourself a sense of concretizing, if you will, what that energy would look like, uh, how you might describe it to me if I was saying, tell me what that energy looks like. So, and if you're not sure what to do, just let your pen start moving. And if you're really brave, if you have two pens, take one in each hand and let both of them start moving. Okay, so now what I would like for you to do is to imagine that you're sitting down across from it, because if you've drawn it, you literally, it's there and you're here. And I'd like for you to um, begin having an interaction with it, uh, a dialogue, if you will. And it may start out in this form. Um, you've been in my life, either just arrived in my life or you've been in my life for a long time and I'd like to know more about you. I know something around you and all that kind of stuff, but I, but I want to know more about you. Like, tell me why. Tell me what message you're trying to give me that you believe is important to me that I need to pay attention to. So that might be your first inquiry. And then I want you to pay attention to the first words that come into your mind about that. Now, it may be a very gentle response from that part, like, well, I'm glad you finally asked, or it could be very harsh, like, well, I'm not talking to you. It doesn't matter really what it is. I want you to respond to whatever that first message was with curiosity, with courtesy, with judgment, and with compassion, right? And respond to that. For me, at one point in time, uh, I had this big push. I knew it was about my own mortality. And so I sat down one day and I 
I conjured up what death would look like, and I said, I want to get to know you more. And that began a dialogue that's been going on for eight years. And it's amazing how that relationship developed. So in this case, this part of you, it may have been a new arrival. It may have been around for a long time, but it's like you showed up in my life. Tell me why you showed up and you haven't gone away. And listen to what it would tell you. And you'll be going writing back and forth. It'll, it'll say something and you'll respond. It'll some, say something more and you respond. And I would invite you if there's a word like happy, like I, I want you to be happier or I want you to be, feel safer, whatever it might be. Don't assume you know what that word means. Say, tell me more about the word safe. Tell me more about the word happy and Listen really, really deeply without an opinion, without a judgment, without a reaction, without an argument back. This is to get this part of you to open up so you can know it better. Because sometimes our urge to change can move us right to action. And it's really not the appropriate action because we haven't listened deeply enough to what it was trying to tell us. And I would encourage you to have this dialogue go on as long as it feels like it's productive. And when you're done, I want you to thank it for showing up and being willing to talk to you. And if it's in your sense, it might be valuable to continue the conversation. Um, you can tell them you'll be back. But when it comes back to you, um, you will pay attention. He'll sit down at some point in time and pay attention to it again because it may have some more to tell you. Yeah. So that's a that's really a way of listening to ourselves and we can extrapolate that into things beyond change. So I would use the same technique if you are sad or you're really joyful, or you're really afraid, um, or, or anything else that you're aware of. You know, whether it's a person who you're thinking about, you can't quit thinking about, sit down and have this conversation. Because remember, our psyche is constantly giving us things that it believes we need to know, need to pay attention to. It may be a part of our psyche that's a six-year-old scared little kid, or 600-year-old wise person who's trying to deliver us some essential information for the well-being of our life. 